She's the only star in the history of the Disney Channel games to serve as a team captain all three years. She earned a degree in psychology with a minor in business from the University of California, Berkeley. Her middle name is Julietta. I'm Hope Julietta Carew. <laughs> I'm Paige Julietta Smith. And this is History Dubs Presents Brenda Julietta Song Part 4? Yeah, Part 4. We're really milking it. I know, we really are. But hey, that's okay. We like to talk about our girl Brenda. We love it. We got we got a little stuck in the nightmare room last episode. We just couldn't we couldn't get out of there. A little stuck in the suburbs, if you will. Ooh, yes. We are <laughs> gonna cover stuck in the suburbs, and I am so excited. I've got some research to throw at you. Oh my gosh, research? <laughs> I don't know why I said throw. It was kind of like too aggressive, but it's I'm excited. No, it's okay. Me too. Well, let's let's waste no time. Let's get right into it. We are starting with the year 2003. Um, last episode brought us right to the end of 2002. And in 2003, Brenda Song starred in one episode of That's So Raven. What? Of course, we talked about it when we were in our Raven era. Um, but in this episode, Brenda plays Amber, who is Raven's classmate. And she's throwing a party. Okay, she invites Raven and Chelsea, and name what she names off all of the couples that are going to the party, and Raven and Chelsea realize mm-hmm. how single they are. Oh no, not to be single in what, I know. eighth grade. How old are they? In Something that? like that. Yeah, I don't even know if it's supposed to be high school yet. Oh no, <laughs> single as a sophomore. Will I be a spinster forever? <laughs> um, you might actually remember this episode though I did um because it's the episode where Chelsea starts dating a guy who has the same name as her dog (laughs) oh my god wait no did I tell you about how that happened to me you did actually you did tell me this yep well kind of the opposite I met a guy we started dating and then he revealed that he had a dog named Hope and I was like that's messed up well, I think it's less messed up than him naming his dog Hope after knowing you. Right? It makes more sense that he already had the dog. Wow. Yeah. You know what? You're a glass half full kind of girl, and I appreciate <laughs> that about you. To be like, it is his family's dog, mm-hmm. but still. Yeah, it is. It is. It is a weird choice. I couldn't date someone who has the same name as like one of my brothers, you know, so I can't imagine it with that, but with a dog. I don't know. I have a dog named Max. Like, I could still date a Max. That doesn't bother me. You just flipped on your own opinion, though. Because <laughs> this guy had a dog named Hope, and then... But Hope is not a dog name. It's weird. Like, Hope is an unusual mm-hmm. name. Max is like... Every dog is named Max. You know? It's kind of like a default dog name. I guess. But you wouldn't love Max any less just because he has a common name. No, but I'm saying it's, like, not that unique, so I wouldn't necessarily associate it with my dog. Okay, I get it. But Hope? Like, how many Hopes do you know? Not that many. Just your dog. Uh, No, I get it. I get it. Just your dog and just my girlfriend. Like, the only two Hopes in my life are dog and girlfriend. If if I'm dating a Jack and there's, like, a dog named Jack, that doesn't weird me out as much. Like, it's obviously... Can you give a couple more examples of dog names that you would date? <laughs> I don't think we're getting it. Can you list off a Spot. few more? Fido. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, back to the episode. You're right. Um, You're right. 
Brenda is only in this that one scene. She doesn't have a big part in it. But I my favorite like running gag in the episode is the fact that Raven, she's obviously trying to help Chelsea in her pursuit of this guy with his name is Sam. The name is same as her dog. Oh, see, but, that's um, another one I would be okay with. But Raven, uh, she keeps bringing up like her own boyfriend and it's just a guy that she like made eye contact with once and she's like now that I've got a boyfriend you know it's time to get you a boyfriend and Chelsea has to keep reminding her like you don't have a boyfriend you don't even know this guy and it just felt very it felt very us you know yeah it feels like me and my friends that is I have a boyfriend on every airplane ride I go on like every time I travel I pick a new boyfriend I'm like boyfriend (laughs) if this plane goes down (laughs) You're my boyfriend, and we are repopulating an island together. I always try to make eye contact with them, like, before we get on the plane so we can have, like, you know, a history. Yeah, you have to lay the groundwork. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You ever tell you, I'm a mastermind? Set up that will-they-won't-they early on. Also, something that's fun about this episode, we establish later on, a few years down the road, that That's a Raven and... The Sweet Life of Zack and Cody exist in the same universe from That's So Sweet Life of Hannah Montana, of course. I did watch that episode today in honor of this episode. But it's fun because in this world, there is Amber, Raven's classmate, who is an exact doppelganger of London Tipton. (laughs) They both exist in the same universe. And I just love that. Yeah, and it's funny because Raven didn't even mention that to London. She was so busy fangirling over her. She yeah. didn't say, by the way, I have a doppelganger who could make probably good money being your body double. Maybe that's what Amber does in the future. We don't know. We never see her again. And that is the one episode of That's So Raven. <laughs> love it. Love it. Well, speaking of one episode... She was also in an episode of Lilo and Stitch, the series, the musical. (laughs) Just kidding about the musical. (laughs) Uh, Hey, guys, that was actually a joke. Um, But she plays Mitzi Suzuki, and the episode is about there being a dog show competition in Honolulu. And Lilo obviously enter Stitch. I mean, that kind of goes without saying. She has to. And, you know, chaos ensues, as it does. What does Mitzi Suzuki do? Well, I assumed, because her name was Mitzi Suzuki, and there was a, um, like, Shih Tzu in the very first scene, I was like, oh, that must be Brenda Song. Uh, No, for the record, Brenda Song plays a newscaster slash judge of the... Dog show competition. Oh, nice. You guys get it. You get it. You get it. Yeah, we we get it. Hey, we're with you. We want you to succeed. That's all we want. Yeah. And obviously there's like some sad stuff going on in Hawaii. So we just want to send our love to Hawaii and her Hawaiian listeners. Oh, yeah. Um, That's kind of all I have to say about that episode of Lilo and Stitch. Okay. Hey, that's. thank you for watching it. Thank you for sharing everything you know about it. I mean, of course. And this won't be the last time I cover, you know, her in a animated series on Disney Channel. Just saying. Oh, 
laying a little you're sowing some seeds i love it Mm -hmm. i can't Mm -hmm. wait to see what that's about um all speaking of uh on this subject of one episode at a time she was also in one episode of the sitcom Mm -hmm. one-on-one um (laughs) which i i don't have any memory of but it was so familiar when i did watch this episode that i was like maybe i actually did you know have you ever seen it like watch something and you're like have i seen this before (laughs) yes yes that was the vibe i got from watching one-on-one it's um a sitcom starring Kyla Pratt, who oh. we are big fans of. Um, and she basically goes to live with her former basketball-playing father. Current father, former basketball player. Um, <laughs> Current he, father. He, <laughs> of course, you know, lives like a bachelor lifestyle. He's like a ladies' man. And then all of a sudden, he has to take care of his, like, teenage daughter. Um and Brenda Oh no. <laughs> Not his teenage daughter. <laughs> Brenda in this episode <laughs> Brenda in this episode plays Kyla Pratt's schoolmate who um has just recently lost her virginity and she's like the last of her friend group to lose her virginity um or so they think. You know, everyone assumes that Kyla Pratt already has, but we discover she has it. So then she's like on oh this my God. mission. What? Uh, I hate this. To lose her virginity. I know. This is giving me anxiety. <laughs> um, it also stars uh, Robert Richard, who, if you ever watched My Cousin Skeeter. Which I do. He's the boy. He's the boy from My Cousin Skeeter. Oh, like the, like the, human, the human boy. The human boy. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. The one with the cousin named Skeeter. Um, but he is Kyla Pratt's <laughs> friend slash like will they won't they you know kind of guy so she tries to like lose her virginity to him (laughs) but cousin skeeter gets in the way or what no no cousin (laughs) skeeter it's actually like the tone of this episode was kind of all over the place um they spoilers basically go to have sex and she's like oh isn't this great that we are losing our virginity together and he's like oh like no just you're the only one losing your virginity like I've already had sex and she didn't know that and so she feels weird about it and they don't end up having sex anymore mm-hmm. um but the la- Brenda Kyla or Pratt. The Brenda girl. had sex we already know that that was like the first we're introduced to her telling okay. like the story of how she lost her virginity yeah oh. um okay what grade are they in I don't know it's it looks like high school I think it's high school it's certainly okay. high school, but I don't know what, what grade in high school. Um, okay. okay. The, like, button at the end of the episode, though, honestly made me want to cry. Brenda oh, no. is, is – Kyla is, like, revealed to still be a virgin, whatever. They all laugh at her, obviously, because no. that's, like, the most humiliating thing you can ever be as a virgin. <laughs> yeah. How embarrassing. In 2003. <laughs> yeah. It's the worst um, thing ever. Worst thing ever. But Brenda is like crying because after she lost her virginity, she got dumped. And Kyla Pratt is basically like laughing at her and is like, this is why you shouldn't have sex. Like uh, she compares she compares having God. sex to picking at a scab. She's like, it seems like a good idea at the time, but then you're left with a scar. But it's like there's like a laugh track. Jeez. That's what right. It was messaging so messaging is I was jarred at the end though. Cause it was like 
that wasn't the vibe that I got the rest of the time. Like <laughs> Robert Richard's character also has a conversation with Kyla Pratt's dad about like practicing safe sex. Like it seemed like a pretty solid episode, like not super slut shamey, <laughs> a little virgin shamey, but yeah, I couldn't believe it. Uh-huh. Until the scab comment, you're left with a scar. Because every time you have sex, you get a scar. Like, that's weird. And it's like she just got broken up with after. It's like the classic, like, you gave him what he wants and then he breaks up with you. Like, that is so sad. Like, that. And also, like, is that really the case? Or is that, like, just something that we've given men permission to, to, to do? Because it's such a it's such a trope. Like, you're kind of showing, even that is, like, showing that, like, that's even possible. Like, the cultural attitude is, ha, 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 you should have known better. Instead of, wow, you're an asshole. It's definitely, yeah, it's, yeah. Hmm. Mm-hmm, exactly, yeah. It it's definitely like the a class a trope like a high school guy trope I feel like but it does happen yeah, in real life it happened to me <laughs> maybe that's why I was so sad it hit so close to home you know oh, well it's ha- hey, it's happened to all of us it has happened to all of us but I'm like did they learn it from this episode it has it does happen did they all watch this episode right who knows but yeah it was like is it is it human nature or are we teaching them exactly nature or nurture guys i don't know um there is one crazy hillary connection in this episode that i don't think we've ever like had this connection before what okay brenda it'll make sense brenda's friend she's also only in this one episode but brenda's like best friend in this little clique of girls ashley brillalt who played kate sanders in lizzie mcguire whoa my jaw was on the floor i literally was like that can't be her i had to look it up and it was it was her weird isn't that crazy i love that i love that Yeah. yeah love it couldn't believe it um, but yeah, that's one-on-one. Do you hear that, Duff Heads? That one was for you. Thanks to Paige. That's one-on-one. It is Snaps a fun. Snaps Paige, everyone. Thank you, everybody. <laughs> hey, sh- sh- we have an episode to do. Keep it down. <laughs> Sorry, they got a little crazy there. <laughs> Guys, stop. Um, and that was Brenda's work in 2003. Yeah. Wow, good. What a good year for her. I was in third grade. She was working. She was working. She's always, she never stopped. Never stopped working. Um. 2004, another big year. Another big year. Big year. Big year. Paige, do you know what movie came out in 2004 on the Disney Channel? It's one of the very first Disney Channel original movies to ever have a soundtrack accompanying it. Whoa. Could it be Stuck in the Suburbs? Oh my God, it's Stuck in the Suburbs. Oh my gosh, no way. I honestly love Stuck in the Suburbs. I think it's so good. Sorry. It's so good. Okay. Um, wait, speaking of the soundtrack, because I did not know that before, and speaking of Hillary, there is a Hillary connection on the soundtrack. <gasps> Tell me. We've got a song by Miss Haley Duff. No way. Yes. Wow. It's called A Whatever Life. It's the number one song oh, on the album. Oh, my gosh. Well, now that you said that, it reminded me that there's also an Annalisa Vanderpool 
song on the soundtrack. How do you know that? That was, I was going to bring that up next. How do you know that? They had a, there was like a music video for it and they played it on Disney Channel. <laughs> yes, there was, there was our, our girl Chelsea. So she's come up twice now. Like they worked together. She has. Yeah. Okay. Well, there's also a Jesse McCartney song, obviously. Okay. We love that. Good life. Oh man. Oh yeah. It's a good life. It's why y'all tripping the good life's living away. That one? Yes, oh, man. Yes, okay. So good. I know the soundtrack better than I thought I did, apparently. Well, something kind of funny and all like reminiscent of High School Musical is that, spoiler guys, in the plot of the show, Taryn Killam, who we know from the Amanda Bynes Amanda era, connection. Our Bynesenton area. Mm-hmm. Era. Our Bynesenton era. <laughs> there you go. You got there. I got it. Um, he admitted later, like on Twitter, years later after being an SNL star, that he didn't do his own singing. I guess I'm not surprised. Yeah. So Taryn Killam plays a pop star. So I'll get into the plot. Did Drew Seeley also do his singing? Yeah, I don't know. They don't That'd really credit wild. anyone. Like the person who's credited is his character slash Taryn Killam. So I'm like, uh, interesting. Okay, I. I'll go back and listen to it because I will know right away if it's Drew Seeley. Don't worry. <laughs> Don't. I got you. Worry. Don't worry. Okay. Um, have you? Yeah, you've seen it, obviously. Okay. Do you want to hear yes. the Disney Wiki fandom plot? Or do you want sure. me to, like, break it down for you? Um, let's do the, let's do it together one word at a time. Okay, I'm going to just do the beginning part. Okay. Brittany Ahrens, Danielle Panabaker, is one of the many girls who has a crush on popular singer and boy toy Jordan Cahill, Taryn Killam. Jordan Cahill, wait, isn't that the name of the guy from Wolf of Wall Street? No, it's Jordan Bell Hill. Bell something. Okay. Never mind. Bell, Belfer, Jordan Belfer. Oh, Belfer? Jed, yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Jordan Belfer. Something like something that. Like that. Okay. However, she is bored of living a suburban existence and seeks something a little bit more. She meets the new girl, Natasha Kwan Schwartz, Brenda Song, who looks like an Upper East Sider from the city, except she's not. It also capitalizes city, like whatever city. The city. You know the city. She is basically the character from Get a Clue, but she's been transplanted into the suburbs and they acknowledge it in the plot even. Okay. Upon Natasha's arrival, Brittany slowly starts to make a move towards breaking out of her conformist routines, AKA she starts like ditching her friends, Um, but not before becoming an extra in Jordan's latest music video and inviting Natasha to join her and her fangirl friends. When Jordan and his team bump into Brittany and Natasha after the show, Eddie, Jordan's assistant, and Brittany collect their stuff and accidentally switch cell phones. And the cell phone has Jordan's new album on it. Even though this is set in 2004, somehow he has recorded his album only on this cell phone. I don't really know. It's a flip phone, by the way. The album is on there, though. As is his life. And he gave it to Eddie and he was like, guard this with your life. 
So then what starts happening is uh, the girls try to return the cell phone to the hotel, but they won't let them in because they're like your teenage fans. And then they start like prank calling kind of on on Jordan and they get his hairstylist to shave his head and it like rocks his career. I mean, shave his head is dramatic. They just give him a haircut. They just cut his long hair into short hair. True. Okay, but people freak out. I'm I'm saying that they are pl- over that's what I'm saying in the movie, they treat it like it's yeah, the end and- of the world. And then he's like, I'm going to change my image. I don't want to sing these lame songs anymore. I want to sing my music. Every musician and every movie Blah, ever. blah, blah. That's always the thing. It's like, I don't want to do what the label tells me. <laughs> and Britney's eating it up. Mm-hmm. And Brenda's song is like, this is funny to like prank this guy. And uh, Britney's like, I love him blah 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 like oh maybe we shouldn't be doing this and they have this like big fight she finds out that you know Brenda Song's life wasn't as glamorous as she made it appear and she's like you're a liar and she's like well you're a bad person and you know you've ditched your friends and you're a conformist you know typical girl falling out stuff but then they like make up by getting him to sing at a historic building that her mom is trying to preserve and yeah what else happens Paige (laughs) that yeah no that's that's it's just a lot of hijinks these girls with the their favorite singer's cell phone yeah you know yeah good times are had by all good times are had by all okay yeah um one of my favorite moments is when Brittany is talking to her mom and her mom is like in charge of the carpool and looks so miserable by the way it's like actually kind of jarring and it's she plays a detective in psych like that's who the mom oh. is Kirsten uh, Nelson um but she's like always chasing a different cause she's like very much like you know into volunteer work and so they're giving her a hard time for it and her daughter's like mom I saved the whales for you And she's like, I thought you did that for the whales. And she goes, I don't know any whales. I like that. That's good. (laughs) Classic. Okay. I have a little quiz for you if you'll you'll have me. Of course. I love a quiz. Which uh, dried fruit does Jordan not like? Oh, my gosh. Um, Wow. And it is a big plot point. In a minute. Uh, Plums. The answer is raisins. Oh... Yeah, that's and they right. like get them to put raisins in his cookies and stuff. Yeah, I don't. I, I even at the time didn't understand why they were like being mean to him. Me neither. I didn't get that either. Yeah, I, and I'm like, but you like you're his fan, and like just because you can, like what? I don't get why. Wouldn't you want to do like good things to him or for him? <laughs> the haircut thing, I kind of get because they're like, we like him better with short hair, so we want to cut his hair but like making him eat raisins I don't yeah no they're like (laughs) I don't get it we're gonna give him as many raisins as possible okay and they really do I guess so (laughs) teenage girls man they're mad with power is what it is they're mad with power yeah wow okay okay now for a round of hope quotes 
there are some song lyrics that I need to tell you about from Jordan K. Hill's music. Ooh. All right. I love it. I can't wait. Let's do it. You have to figure out which one of these is not real. Oh, okay. Okay. A. Hope is where the magic is. B. An island of hope in a sea of sadness. C. Hope is heaven. Hope is hell. Hope is still wishing you well. Well, they can't say hell on Disney Channel. (laughs) (laughs) Damn it. (laughs) But I do remember the other two lines, so I still would have gotten it. (laughs) (laughs) An island of hope in a sea of sadness. Yeah. Hope is where the magic is? Come on. That was made for me and me alone. Love that. Hope is where the magic is. That's like the music video that they're watching in the very beginning. Oh, love it. Oh, my God. Yeah, and they're so cute. They like, they're like running in. They have to jump on the couch and like dance. And then the movie ends, of course, with all of the girls being friends again and dancing and being in his next music video. Okay, here's a question I have for you, and I don't know the answer. How old do you think Jordan is? Mm. Okay. I think they purposefully did not give him an age. He's definitely like 20s. Because I think these girls are supposed to be middle school. And I I just can't buy that he is then in high school. Yeah, because he's definitely like has a lot of, he has facial hair, right? Like, doesn't he have like a goatee? Yeah. I think he's supposed to be like a Justin Timberlake. Yeah. And so Justin Timberlake was in his 20s in 2003. Okay, so then this is what I don't like, is that after these girls, like, steal his cell phone... Oh, and then also what ends up happening is that the assistant becomes famous, okay. right? Eddie? Uh, so that happens. Mm, mm-hmm. But then they, like, continue having a friendship and a relationship. And the movie ends with Jordan like inviting her to come to New York and she's like no thanks I love the suburbs and it's like wait why is this yeah I don't think that's okay pop star inviting a middle schooler to come to you know what I mean like that's why that's where I was like what it's giving Drake and Millie Bobby Brown (laughs) energy yeah it's it's not good it's like also like yeah these teens played a prank on you but you you can't hang out with them alone nope or really at all. Like, what? why would you want to hang out with them anyway? Like, once every couple of years, grab dinner, reminisce, but not like, hey, want to come hang but out with me dinner, in New York? But also dinner? Like, do you... Dinner? No, it feels no, more like... No, it's like a family. Like, you get everybody together. I would... Uh, that's what I'm picturing. Yeah. Or, like, 10 years from now, they, they see him out outside yeah. of another one of his concerts, and he's like, hey, good to see you guys, like... Come back with me and they all like get a drink. I just meant if they wanted to keep in touch, it could be, you know, like a group hang. Yeah, with their whole families. Family dinner. And it's like, wow, remember that crazy thing our kids did? (laughs) No. (laughs) Just don't hang out with the children at all. Don't hang out with the kids, period. No. (laughs) Yeah, no, that's my first choice. That I'm just saying, if we had to have a second choice, like there are better ways to do it. But yeah, number one, if, if I had it my way, no adults would talk to any kids ever. <laughs> yeah. Let the kids raise themselves. And then once they're 18, they can make decisions for themselves as far as who they want to talk to. Parents included. Kid president. Vote for me. 
<laughs> okay, some of the other things I wrote is like <laughs> um this mu- like the music video that he's in, it truly reads like an SNL parody. So it's so funny that then Taryn Killam like, you know, continues that career. And then also um I wrote that Danielle Panabaker has mm. the shiniest hair. And that is true. That has stood the test of time. What is your favorite Danielle Panabaker movie or TV show? Mm, what are my other options? Read it and weep. Sure. I'll give you mine. My uh, favorite Sky is High. Sky High. Yeah, hands down. Mine's Sky High. Okay. Copycat. Could have seen that coming. Because Read It and Weep makes me sad. Yeah. No, Read It and, read read it and, and Weep is a, bums me out. Yeah, that one. We should do a ranking of all DCOMs. I'd be so curious. Yeah, we should. Okay, I have one little fun fact for you before we wrap up Stuck in the Suburbs. Okay. You know I love a fun fact. One of the members of of uh, <laughs> Danielle Panabaker's family, okay, was in an episode of our favorite show. The name of the episode is The Anti-Prom. Do you know the, the show? The Anti-Prom. That could be so many... The episode aired in 2000. Okay, well, my gut was telling me Dawson's Creek. Yes. <laughs> yes. Because I remember they throw an anti-prom because Jack wants to bring a man to the prom. And they're like, you can't do that. Boys have to bring girls. And so they're like, forget about that. Like, we're going to have our own prom. It was like so progressive for 2000. Yeah. I love that. I knew you. I knew you would get it. I knew you That's would get also, it. Also, I think, if I remember correctly, is that not where Joey and Pacey dance? And he's like, this is your mom's bracelet. And she's like, how'd you know that? And he's like, I remember everything. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh yeah. Man, Pacey. Oh. <laughs> okay. Sorry. Well. I could talk about Dawson's Creek this whole time. Did you watch Costume Party Capers? The Incredibles? I did not. And it was not for... Um, Lack of trying. I couldn't track this down. Basically, what I understand, Costume Party Capers, colon, The Incredibles, <laughs> to be, was a special thing they did on Disney Channel where they it was like a watch party kind of thing where they were playing shows and then during the commercial breaks, they'd like cut back to the costume party capers. And it was all to promote The Incredibles. It was Brenda Song, Raviv Ullman, who played Phil in Phil the Future. He went by Ricky then, but he's Revive now. Um, Amy Bruckner, also from Phil of the, of the Future. Um, and yeah, they were just okay, all like yeah, dressed so up Kind of like costumes. an As the Bell Rings yeah, type of thing. But it was more, I think that it, they like addressed the audience. They were like, welcome back to Costume Party Capers. Who do we have now? Oh, look at this person dressed up. That's what it is in my head, but. Okay. Okay. Like, like Max Super Short Show meets Movie Surfers. Like one of those just in between things just in between yeah it was like just uh i I, watch party is the best what was her costume do we know we don't don't know know. no she i think we can only imagine that she was dressed as a superhero i would think that she was dressed as elastigirl some people on imdb were listed (laughs) some people on the imdb page were listed with their costumes and some people it was just like self and brenda's was just she was herself so the best costume that you can possibly wear just being yourself well it's not the first time that she works with revive Ullman. that's right or the last um, time she was also in eight episodes of phil of the future and i watched all eight 
and I will oh, speak on them. Hell yeah. Now. Speak now. Um, first of all, <laughs> did you know no. that there were only 43 episodes of Phil of the Future in total? They only made 43 episodes. I knew that it was not a lot. It just felt like so much more. But I didn't know it was 43 specifically. Yeah, it is. Now you know it's 43. It had a bigger impact, but I feel like it was kind of robbed of a, of a full runtime. Yeah, I agree with that. It 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 was so it was so good. I think it was such a good show. Um I think it was also kind of the end of the like single cam era on Disney Channel. Like that that probably has something to do with it. It's like so much cheaper and faster to do three camera stuff and now that's pretty much all they do um so maybe that maybe that has something to do with it i don't know contracts um but brenda plays tia who is best friends with keely played by ali mashaka and when phil gets to school they're like the popular kids and they don't accept him at first but then obviously he and keely become besties um Mm -hmm. that's sort of the vibe okay uh they also air the episodes differently than the order that they were like shot in. So if you go and watch it on Disney Plus like I did, they're not it's not like a chronological story. Why do they do that? They do that so often. I don't know. I think that they're like Disney like, okay, we wanna play this show, but uh episode you know whatever episode 10 is the best one so we'll like start with that one i don't know they do that a lot though they did that with lizzie mcguire and i think the sweet life of zach and cody as Mm -hmm. well um but episode her first episode uh evan peters who's also in phil the future he obviously (laughs) gets them invited to a cool party of like upperclassmen um, and phil has to choose between going to that and celebrating unification day with his family, which is a holiday in the future where they celebrate um, world peace once world peace was achieved. Oh, I remember that. <laughs> Unification Day. So good. Oh, so what good. a nice concept. Um, I know, right? And it's that it it's happens. Cute. They eat Unification Loaf, which is just like a meatloaf. <laughs> <laughs> they have pretty funny um, traditions. In the next episode, Keely starts dating an actor named Tanner, who is two-timing her. He has a girlfriend, and he starts dating Keely. I know. Not two-timing Tanner. All Tia does in this episode is study with Phil. You will notice that Tia doesn't have a lot of impact on the plot, like, ever. There's no, like, Tina or Tia-centered stories. Um, yeah. I kind of remember her being there. Yeah, she is. she's just kind of there. But all of her episodes were in season one. And then moving forward, they were like, I guess we don't need her character anymore. Um, yeah, because we're not writing any lines for or about her. We just wanted Brenda Song to hang out with Ali Machaka on set so that we could hear stories about it later. I want to... Right, yeah. I want to know about that friendship. Yes, absolutely. Um, episode three, Phil is dating a new girl, but he doesn't know how to break it off with her. So Tia and Keely try to give him some advice and he picks the worst way to break up with someone which is uh via poem he writes her a poem (laughs) which of course gets like confiscated in class and then the teacher reads it aloud do you have the poem here today i don't i should have i should have brought it with me um maybe i'll find it and send it to you and i'll i'll record it later i'll send you an audio file later of me reading the poem to insert 
here. If you could. If you could. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, but yeah, their advice was like him for him to, you know, be true to himself. And he's like, well, that, <laughs> I'm a poet <laughs> for this episode. <laughs> I guess I'll write her a poem. Yeah, does he write poets in poems in other episodes? Like, was I, he on a poem kick or no? I don't think it comes up again. I do think it was like a poetry class <laughs> or it was like an English class where they were writing poems or something. So it was oh, relevant okay. for this episode. That's um, like being like, I'm going to break up with you via equation. Yes. <laughs> Oof, gosh. You love math. We know that. We know I that I love one. math so much. Uh, episode four, her fourth appearance is clearly meant to be the pilot episode. Phil and Pim are new in school <laughs> and they have never been to a normal school before. This is where we meet Keely and Tia and all the, you know, popular kids that want nothing to do with Phil. Episode mm. five is about Festa Palooza, which is basically supposed to be like a Woodstock. It's like a legendary festival. Obviously in the future they like talk about Festa Palooza. So Phil's like, oh my gosh, I want to go. Um, and Phil tries to earn money by taking care of neighborhood dogs. That's his plan. Um, so that he can go to Festapalooza. Oh, so like he grew up hearing about Festapalooza like in the past and now it's like the first year. Yeah. Like Woodstock. Exactly. This is like, it's like if we went back in time and we're like, oh my gosh, Woodstock is tomorrow. Like I know so much about. Yeah. Like let, we're obviously going. Yeah. What Exactly. Um, One thing I did notice about this episode, though, is that Phil, you know, starts taking care of the neighborhood dogs. He picks up dog feces um, and basically like for his dad. And he's like, I'll do it for money so that I can go to Festapalooza. And he only asks for two dollars. No, well, it's like it makes sense to only ask for two dollars for picking up poop. But he's from the year 2121. And the way that inflation is going, it's like. $2 $2 is nothing. You know what I mean? Why? Is there no inflation? Like, why Why only $2? <laughs> Something to think about. That's, that's what you're, yeah, you're upset about. It, okay. It, it stood out to me. It bothered me. But I'm not saying well, it's maybe, a good reason. Maybe things are cheaper back. Like, maybe there's opposite of inflation. Deflation? Yeah. Maybe they figured it out with... I just don't think that's how that goes. Okay, Unification Day is believable to you, but not deflation well i just wish that they um would address it you know well thank god we have this platform where we can address it i'm just saying what everyone is thinking i'm talking about the issues you know doing my part hard-hitting journalism um three more episodes to get through so quick episode six phil is directing a project for the school broadcast but um he's overly controlling and his friends don't want to work with him anymore classic phil that includes tia she's one of the friends that's all she does in this episode episode seven phil and keely create an automatic pudding dispenser for an invention like expo that's going on at the school Mm -hmm. and tia is modeling for another project which is a portable changing room um that's her involvement okay episode eight keely lies to her mom about making the cheerleading squad and so she and Phil roped Tia into their charade to, like, trick her mom into thinking that she's on the cheerleading squad. Okay. Really zero effect on on the plot ever. Um, But just wanted to run through those really quick. Hey, why not? Because Phil the Future is a really good show, and I had a blast rewatching them. So check it out. It's on Disney+. Plus. little show called Phil the Future. Yeah, maybe you've heard of it. 
I I really thought that I saw Amy Bruckner in person and I texted Paige and I like I told everyone around me I was like I think that's Amy Bruckner and it wasn't how did you discover it wasn't her every other person I think including you was like it's not really <laughs> I don't remember this yeah they were like no you just want that to be what's happening because John Early was also there so I think I was just like everyone here is famous <laughs> This is when I got John Early to sign my uh, Taylor Swift album cover, which was such a ballsy and genius move on my part. No regrets. Hashtag love my life. Hashtag genius. So genius. Because, of course, as everyone already knows, he's in the antihero music video. So brilliant move all around. Um, 2005. We're here now. Starting with a banger. The Disney Channel Circle of Stars sing... A dream is a wish your heart makes. A dream is a wish your heart makes. So good. I'm pretty sure that's the only bit of singing Brenda really had to do for Disney, which is crazy when you think about it because they made everybody be a singer. That's true, but they must have been like, she's such a good comedic actress and maybe she's not like into singing. Maybe they were like, we're just going to use her where she's best. I don't think she's really a singer, but I'm only basing that off of the fact that she doesn't have a singing career never tried and they didn't force it on her but she you know if she has that talent she has not shown it to us yet that's all exactly we don't know maybe only metro station knows and trace cyrus we'll get to that we'll get to that and trace cyrus <laughs> oh we'll get to that do you remember anything about that video i remember everything about it are you kidding me i feel like amy bruckner's in it she is it's a lot of fill the future it's Raviv Ullman, Amy Bruckner, Brenda Song, Ali Mashaka, um, Annalisa Vanderpool, right. Orlando Brown, Raven, Kyla Pratt. The Sprouse twins are also in it. Oh, yeah. Famous for their singing. And that might be everybody. <laughs> oh, Ashley Tisdale. Oh, yeah. I remember watching it. I was 10 years old when it came out. And Raviv Ullman and Ashley Tisdale had so many scenes together and I was like so jealous because <laughs> I just had the biggest crush on him and I was like why is she getting to spend all this time with him <laughs> I do remember like when my, this is when my sister was like a toddler hmm. and this right. was one of the songs I would sing to her because it's like one of the only like songs I think I really remembered and you know she also watched Cinderella but I'm like a dream is a wish you know that's so funny my boyfriend has a four-year-old niece and when I met her for the first time she was playing with like Cinderella toys and my boyfriend was like oh Paige knows songs from Cinderella you should sing songs for her and I sang A Dream is a Wish Your Heart Makes only because I know the words from the Disney Channel Circle of Stars video and it I like totally won her over and she loves me to this day but it was like a ploy by my boyfriend to be like, this is going to really like <laughs> he was help like, her warm up. He was never me. not singing this. <laughs> I know. I, he was so confident I knew the words. And I was like, I know that one song from Disney Channel Circle of Stars. We all know that you sing him that every night to make him fall asleep. As he drifts off into his dreams, <laughs> which are uh, wishes that his heart makes. So, <laughs> Yeah, wishes that his heart makes. Yeah, I've heard of it. Yeah. But well, it's a good one. 2005, w- what happened? Something absolutely iconic. It's a doozy. 
the sweet life of Zack and Cody starts, maybe? Are you kidding me? Oh, the sweet life of Zack and Cody? Are you kidding me? Yep. Um, hugely important. I prepared some trivia questions for you. Uh-oh. I don't know if you want to hear them. I don't know if I'm ready. I am. I am. Um, I watched every episode of The Sweet Life, and I prepared um, some questions to quiz you just to talk about it without wasting our time. You know what I mean? Yeah, let's not waste our time. We don't want to waste anyone's time. We don't want to waste our time. We don't want to waste the listener's time. Who else's time do we not want to waste? <laughs> we'll talk about it for the next 15 minutes. Um, yeah, we will. Do you want to just start quizzing? All right. I, I wanted to like quiz you back. That's okay. Yeah. I am starting to think that maybe I talked a big game and was like, I'm going to ask you so many questions and then didn't find That's that That's fine. I have like two or three. Okay. That's great. That's perfect. That's plenty. Okay. Okay. Um, You go ahead. You start. Okay. What is the name of Max's best friend in The Sweet Life of Zach and Cody? Oh, I know it. I know it. You want to say it? Uh, tapeworm. Yes. Isn't it because he like ate a lot of hot dogs or something? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> and so he got, <laughs> that's, I mean, that's pretty funny. That's pretty good for a kid's show. I feel like. It is. It is. Okay. Um, what is the name? <laughs> I guess mine are what are the names? What is the name of the, like the mean kids in Sweet Life? Oh gosh. In the, in, in the pilot episode, the kids who are like mean and like take over the hotel. I remember they have a very it. specific name. Oh my gosh, I don't think I'm gonna remember the name. I remember the kids, obviously. They like totally take advantage of the fact that Zach and Cody live in, at the Tipton. And that cool that one cool kid, that one freaking cool kid invites keeps inviting people over. I'm like, how many people do you know? You're eleven. <laughs> I don't know the name. The Drew Crew. Oh, that's so good. Oh, man. It's so good. So, it's so good. good. And I, I, it's easy for me to remember because um, it, that's like my name. Because yeah. my name is Andrews Carew. So Drew Crew. Yeah. People always call us the Carew Crew. I mean, my mom wants me to go by Drew Carew, as many of our listeners know. You should. It it's such easy. a good name. One last uh, quiz question. Okay. What is the name of the horse that works, um, you know, at the at the hotel? Yeah. That pulls the carriage oh, outside the hotel and has worked uh-huh. there for like 20 years. A beloved member of the staff. <laughs> is it? I'm not confident in this answer. Is it Tippy? It is Tippy. It's Tippy. Oh, my gosh. It's Tippy. Okay, two for three. Okay, two for three. Okay, not bad. I think Tippy is also the name of um the bird in Pretty Little Liars that helps the girls <laughs> like, solve a, a riddle or something. A clue, they give the bird gives it like a clue. <laughs> so I think I was like not confident. <laughs> Wait, because it's like gives it a tip. Like that's why they named it that. Oh no, I think the name just happens to be Tippy. I honestly don't. I am not a. a oh, I'm, like Tippy Hedren, the star of the birds. Oh, that's actually so cute. That's got to be what it is. That's got to be it. Wow, look at that, Pretty Little Liars. Oh my gosh, you're good. You would love Pretty Little Liars. You should give it a chance. I used to scare me so I think bad. You, I think you could do it now. Okay, okay, I'm ready for my quiz. Here are your quiz questions. I haven't read these since I wrote them, so here we go. Um, okay, London receives her first ever A. On a short story about what subject? Uh, fashion. No, great guess though. Uh, 
The answer we were looking for is Ivana. (laughs) (laughs) Ivana, her dog, or Ivana... Her dog. Okay. Ivana, her dog. Uh, Oh, what floor of the Tipton do Zach and Cody live on? Ooh, that's a great question. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Six. Five. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) twenty-five. Twenty-three. Okay, twenty-three. Is that significant in any way? There's an episode. Well, there's an episode called Grounded on the 23rd Floor. Ah. And then I also noted, I was, I noticed that, but then I was like, I wonder if they keep that consistent for the whole series. And they do. They're always on the 23rd floor. Okay. Okay. Good to know. That is good trivia. Okay. Give me another one. Okay. I've got three more if you want them all. I want them all. Uh, okay. According to a season three aptitude test, what is Cody going to be when he grows up? Oh, shoot. Oh, shoot. Is Cody the dumb one or the smart one? I always mix him up. The smart one. He's the smart one. Well, you know, that's... I don't like putting labels like that on children, but... Do they, like, fuck him up and give him, like, like sanitation worker or something? Literally sanitation engineer. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it! Which is, of course, a garbage man. Yeah. Okay. Okay. One point for hope. One point for hope. Finally. Okay. Which of the following was not mm-hmm. a guest star on The Sweet Life of Zack and Cody? I'm going to give you oh, several names. This. You have to tell me who was not in an episode. Okay. Okay. I Okay. Bella Thorne, Taj Mowry, <gasps> Jaden Smith, Victoria Justice, <gasps> Chris Brown. Jesus. What? Kay Panabaker. <laughs> Do you want those again? Yeah, I want them again. I thought you were going to give okay. me at least Zac Efron, because I know that Sorry, no. was. Okay, geez. Okay, let's go okay. through slowly. Yeah, okay. So close your eyes. Picture these people hanging out with the Sprouse twins, okay? Bella Thorne. I feel like it would make sense for Bella to have been on the show. Okay. Taj Mowry. I also think that Taj Mowry makes sense. Okay. Jaden Smith. For some reason, it also sounds right. Because I'm like, why okay. would she say it? Why would she say it if sure. it's not Jaden Smith? Sure, sure, sure. Victoria. Okay. Victoria Justice, yes. Okay. Chris Brown. That one, I, I want to say no, but is this like a trick question? Is it every single one of them? I don't know. I don't know. I just don't like Chris Brown, but I think maybe he was in it. Um, the last one, just so you have all the options. The All the options. Okay. And the, the final one is Kate Panabaker. So who of those do you think was not? Honestly, for some reason, Kate Panabaker doesn't feel right. <laughs> Are you going with Kate Panabaker? Yeah. The answer is Bella Thorne. What? All the rest of them were in an episode of The Sweet Life of Zack and Cody. Okay, so I knew. I So really, I got most of them right. Right. I mean, or I knew, we were only looking but, for one. But yeah, you're yeah. But I did conflate the two, like, redheads, Kay and uh, Bella. Okay. I, I would call Kay very strongly brunette, but I get it. I get it. I might have mixed her up with Danielle. Yeah. That's a, also brunette, but she was a redhead in Sky High, which we were just talking about. So I will <laughs> give it to you. Um, it was actually really hard to come up with somebody who wasn't in Sweet Life and San Cody. They had so many guest stars and such different, like, Jaden Smith- but also Taj Mowry and also Victoria Justice. It's like... Was Jaden Smith, like, playing a little kid? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
I feel like Moises Arias was in an episode that I watched. He probably was. That that also feels like it fits. That was also a problem I had where I would... It was like a babysitting thing. Yeah. Yes. Yes. That was... He was in that. Um, but I I would think of someone... And Joey King, I think, too. Yeah. Joey King was in a couple episodes, I believe. Um, mm-hmm. But I would think of someone and then I'd Google it and it would turn out that they were in Sweet So I had to make sure that whoever I picked definitely wasn't in an episode. <laughs> Um, okay. Yeah, really, who wasn't in Sweet Life of Zack and Cody? Not impressed. Anyone who's anyone was in Sweet Life of Zack and Cody. I have one more, um, one more question. <laughs> who okay. speaks the very last line of the series? Mr. Mosby. No. Okay, I said it so confidently. <laughs> <laughs> you did. I know. I like the confidence. Uh, no. It's got to be Mo- uh, Mos. Uh, it's got to be Mosby. Mosby for for five hundred. Okay. The answer is Muriel. What? She comes back in the very last episode, and her line is "Taxi." Oh my god! <laughs> Can afford a taxi, <laughs> right? She's taking the bus. Well, she wasn't in the whole series. She, uh, whatever goes away, um, eventually. But in the last episode. Mr. Tipton is coming to the hotel and he's going to fire somebody. So everyone's freaking out because they're like, someone's getting fired. Uh, And so Zach and Cody arrange for Muriel to come back. And Mr. Tipton sees her not doing her job and it's like, you're fired. And everybody's like, but Muriel retired years ago. And they're like, that was the plan. (laughs) So nobody gets fired. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Smart. Smart, smart, smart. Smart guy. Speaking of Taj Maori. Oh my god. Sweet Life of Zach and Cody is obviously so important to me. I yeah. I think everyone knows that I was sent a Mr. Mosby cameo on my birthday. Oh, speaking of cameo, Paige recently uh sent a cameo to my uncle. Oh my gosh. You guys know him from the pod, Bob Mann, uh, from our The Perfect Man episode. I love him. <laughs> Shout out. I for those of you who don't know. I am on Cameo now. <laughs> yes, guys, listeners, please subscribe. Please. I don't know how. They they offered me uh, to join Cameo as like talent so people can buy videos from me. I only charge $1 because I want I want to seem legitimate, so I'm hoping like people buy enough so they don't realize their mistake <laughs> that I'm not famous. Please, guys. So please. Yeah, you've got like 30 already, right? Yeah. And I've gotten like people that I don't know asking for cameos. And I feel bad because I'm like, who do they think that I am? You know what I mean? No, they maybe they're into the gimmick. Maybe they're like, that's funny. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I do have some supporters on TikTok who think it's really funny. So it could be them. But yeah, guys, please. Yeah, you guys, it's me, not Christy Carlson Romano. <laughs> oh, that's fun. Yeah, I can just be a Christy Carlson Romano impersonator. <laughs> Yeah, kind of like the the Taylor Swift girl. Yes. Oh, my gosh. That's so funny. Yeah. For those of you who don't know, I look like Chrissy Carlson Romano a little bit. So (laughs) this is an audio. If you're listening for the first time. Uh, Anyway. Well, if you're listening for the first time, thanks for listening. Yeah, thank Uh, you. Go ahead and subscribe. Follow us on Instagram and obviously on Cameo. Please. uh, Paige Smith on Cameo. Also, leave a review. You can review me on Cameo if you want, but for the podcast. And if you review the podcast and you uh, send us proof, then we will mail you a sticker. We have uh, yeah. History Duff stickers. Or honestly, if you just DM us and say, I did it, 
and we check and yeah we'll, we'll pretty much you, believe you, you know? but we'll double check yeah. we'll double check but you don't have to bring that money no that no no it's not what i meant i just mean let us know that you did it and then yeah yeah and we'll give us an address i think that's all i got or a cameo <laughs> well <laughs> i'm hope carew i'm paige smith and this has been history duffs presents brenda julieta song part four j'adore <laughs> moi <laughs>